0: In. Yards, yeah. Yeah. Shut your mouth, welcome to the Sim Podcast Show I'm your co-host Seric And I'm always joined by my co-host Ron. What up Ron? What's going on? Ron, we just had week 10 How do you feel about the season so far? It's been a good season
1: um, you know it's been a great season for the Steelers not so much the Pats Um,
0: well what are you six and three now six and three that's a, that's a good record yeah
1: yeah I can't complain I mean there are things to complain about and I have complained all all season but the fact that we're six and three and you know that we just need to put things in perspective it could be a lot worse
0: it could be a lot worse a mm-hmm. lot a lot worse right And I think you're, what, second in the division?
1: That's right. Baltimore still one game ahead.
0: Yeah. So you're good. You're good. So in today's episode, we're going to have the NFL news. We're going to have our week 10 recap. We're going to have our power rankings, our upset special. And then we're going to end it like last week. But this week, we're going to talk about the coaches. Which coach do we think? It's up. Which coach does the coaches do we think is down? But let's just go without further new further ado. Let's do the news. Ron Watson gonna have season season ending surgery. Uh I mean what, what else is there to say? What years is this? like three years in his contract?
1: Cleveland never rocked. That's that's what there is to say. They have like some bad luck in Cleveland uh, they gave him all that money and he played I think about 16 games or so in three, you know, past three years or whatever terrible terrible yeah it's uh, I, I'm i starting to feel like you know sorry for that franchise um you know everything that could go wrong this season is starting to go wrong has know? gone wrong yeah like he, not just about losing Watson but he lost you know uh your running back, at the beginning of the year.
0: Yeah, you got you, know, you lost, Nick Chubb. Even though they have a
1: yeah, pretty stable. damn good defense, though. Yeah, and the defense is still great. So, but you know, it's like you you can't win though, right? At least in the playoffs, without having something on both sides of the ball. So
0: yeah, at least a good a good QB. And um, and we were talking about earlier today that. Bronk for his two cents in and he was like, you know, Cleveland should go and pick up Mac Jones. And I was just like, Yes, in fantasy world, that would be perfect. However, how how is New England just gonna let Mac Jones walk out the door without getting some kind of compesto- compensatory pick, right? It's like it's come their on.
1: Lines pass too, man.
0: Come on. This and is just, just hearsay. This is just hearsay. I wish I was there to interview when he said that. I'd be like, "Grunt, you're smart enough to know that deadline passed. Bill is not gonna just out of his kindness of his heart just release Mac Jones. <laughs> this is just uh, play." But you know, Watson's out. I think he's owed like sixty-five million next year. I, I, I know that number was like against the cap. Mm-hmm. So basically time's running out and he's still getting paid
1: yeah so this injury though um, ends his season doesn't end his career he'll be ready for next year Um, but they gotta be looking at this like you know we've invested a lot of money obviously but I think they lost two first round picks second round picks as well Um, that's a big investment and it has, has not paid off so far now if they go out next year when he's healthy and win a super bowl then maybe it's all worth it you know when you're looking back you know after four years or five years or whatever but at this point you gotta you know you have to think that they they came out on the bad end of this whole deal
0: yeah i mean browns are gonna do brown things right they just um would you fire the gm though i mean he's i know that he struck out with this whole watson deal but I mean, he's put together a pretty decent team.
1: Yeah. I, no, I would not fire the GM. And I, I, I would imagine, like, the owner had a lot to do with bringing Watson in, right? Not just the GM. I'm sure it's the owner said, hey, we need to get a quarterback in here that's the franchise, the future. So we don't have to keep worrying about this every year. It's not easy to find a franchise quarterback.
0: No, it's um,
1: not. And I think they were hoping to have Watson for, like, the next 10, 12 years, whatever. Um, so they can kind of put that. Be you know behind them, um, so I don't blame them for trying to make a splash play. It just hasn't worked out, and I think to your point, all the other moves he's done has has been good. So I, I wouldn't blame him for that.
0: Uh, the other set of news, Ron, Ken Dorsey is out of Buffalo. Hmm? Now I was watching this game Monday night, and you have mentioned that you know the Bills might lose this game. And I was like, are they really gonna lose at home? So I was watching this game. For some reason, uh Denver decided to like kill the clock of the year and rush the field goal unit on the field. <laughs> Why was Buffalo like they'd never seen that Caught play before? Yeah, yeah. they never seen that play for like I mean, I think the commentators called it like two minutes into the game. Like, I think the Denver's trying to kill the clock. They get a 12 man penalty after the missed kick. They re kick it, they win the game. Should Dorsey have been kicked out?
1: Not mid season, I don't think. So maybe at the end of the season, you can take a look back to see what changes need to be made at that point, but not mid season. Um, you know, it's funny because I, I text you immediately, text the group uh, chat that we're in about how in season, um, you know, making those decisions can happen. It does happen. We got Canada though, who's failed for three years, and you know we we haven't moved on yet. So I think Dorsey's. I think the Bills they're using him as a scapegoat, and I think they're trying to te- send a message to the city that hey, we're still in it. We're looking to make changes. and We're not giving up on the season. So We're going to make this move to try to right the ship. Whether or not it works, I don't think. I think if you were to look. At the season and all you know, the reason they're failing, Dorsey's probably part of it, but Josh Allen leads the league, I think, in turnovers, right?
0: Yeah, so, he leads the league in interceptions.
1: Yeah, you can't, your quarterback can't, he has to play better at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, he, he, it's a disaster. I think Ken Dorsey definitely took the brunt mm-hmm. of it. Um, that the bills are so terrible this year, but I put the blame on McDermott. I mean.
1: Injuries too, right? On defense, Injuries they lost Pilano. too,
0: and also losing the coordinators like the way that they did, especially Leslie flazier which we still don't know why he just got up and left. Mm-hmm. Was he fired? Did he retire? We don't know. It's it's a mystery. Um, and, and I think our friend Steve, at the beginning of the season, was like, I don't know about this Buffalo team. And I was like, ah, he's just talking nonsense, but... There is something to be said about the fact that they're not as good as they were.
1: Listen, they, they replaced a lot of players on defense. They saw a lot of attrition um, on that side of the ball. Um, and then coaching staff, right? Um, you know, there was there were going to be some questions about how far could they go? Would they commit to running the ball and not put all that pressure on Josh Allen? Well, they haven't done any of that, um, So I'm not overly surprised that they're just five and five, but a lot of teams would be happy with five and five right now. So I would
0: be happy with five and five. They're not
1: completely out of like the playoff hunt at this point. Um so they might feel the city might feel disappointed. Probably expected that team to have a better record, but and to be playing better more importantly. Uh but at the end of the day still a long way to go. There's no reason to give up hope, Buffalo.
0: That's why I don't think they're they're definitely not out, Mm -hmm. but it, reek, it reeks of desperation. It mm-hmm. reeks of like, oh, uh, just fire Darcy and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll bounce back. I don't know what their schedule is going to be going forward. I know they play, obviously they play Miami, they play the Jets. They level. got a
1: tough schedule, if I remember right. They got like Kansas City at some point, too. Yeah, they got, let's see, they got the, the uh, Jets, Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys, Chargers. You know, then followed by the Patriots and Dolphins.
0: So yeah, so it's, it's not tough, a layup. It's no. definitely not a layup. Uh the other set of news is Frank Wright is taking over as offense coordinator. I just I just thought when I saw that news, I was like, Why? It's not like you're Super Bowl contender. So why all of a sudden are you taking over the offensive coordinator role? Is well, it because yeah. of issues? Like, does he not like where Bryce Young is so going?
1: Remember, though, he, he was calling the plays at the beginning of the season, and then he turned it over to the coordinator for, like, the last three weeks, I think it was, and now he's taking it back. Now, why is he taking it back after these last three weeks? I, I don't know. Um, but, you know, at this time of the year, you're midseason, right? Everyone's on the hot seat. At this point, it's your, the make or break, you know, time of the schedule. So coaches are probably feeling like the, a little bit of pressure to turn things around. Um, and that's probably where he's at. And that's why he's making it. I, I don't know. I can't tell you exactly why, but it doesn't surprise me that teams at this point, they need to make that playoff push. Their jobs are on the line, not just their jobs, but other coaches, coordinators behind them. They got to make some drastic tough decisions. Uh, at
0: yeah, this point. and then I also saw a set of news where people were like protesting in, at the and Charlotte for their team, and I was just like, "Really, this is where you want to put your energy to? Like showing up at the uh, empty stadium and just protesting that team needs to be better?" My God, your your team is like two one win, two wins. I don't know how many one wins. win,
1: one and eight.
0: Yeah, so it's like. What were they last year? But the thing is, like...
1: I mean, they, were, they weren't they were great last year, so I they don't know.
0: Gave up, they gave up a lot of picks to Chicago to get Bryce Young. So yeah. it's like, you're not going to be good in one year. It's going to take a couple of years to be good. So why are you protesting year one?
1: I think people probably felt they missed because they passed on... So you just shroud. Stroud, right? So I don't know. But I don't know what their expectations were. This is... You know, when I was looking at them at the beginning of the season, we didn't have a playoff team or anything. So, yeah, it's probably disappointing that you've only won, game, won one game at this point. But, you know, I don't know what's going on in that city.
0: Yeah, I think it's a combination of the team only winning one, one game and then your number one draft status is going to Chicago. So, yes, I understand why you're mad, but protesting is not going to fix things. Sorry, Charlie, just not. Uh, Ron, let's go into week ten real quick because the first game was Indy at New England, but it was a in Germany game. Mm. I had them as twenty-one to twenty. You had them, and my them. I mean, the at twenty-seventeen. It was a six to ten final. Ron, I mean, this is week ten, right? The team is two and eight. What what can you say about that I haven't already said about not only Mac Jones but the receivers? I mean I don't know. I I looked at the game and full disclosure, I watched this game on replay the next day after work, but mm-hmm. it didn't help <laughs> because you try to you try to fast forward to the commercials and then you try to fast forward through the plays to like when Indy had the ball and it was just like why couldn't they just score more than 10 points this offense is terrible it's terrible there was a there was a uh you know I don't know if it was the first series or the second series where they just ran the ball like six plays in a row because they were so afraid to let Matt Jones throw it that they were like no we're gonna run the ball no matter what and it was pretty good I mean I think 167 yards total running the bank. So it's like, but then when they it was like third and long, it, they had no choice. They were mm-hmm. like, oh, we're going to have to let Mac Jones throw the ball. And what happened? It was either a sack or a crazy no look. I mean, that interception, that first interception, I think he only threw one. It was a terrible interception.
1: Mac Jones takes the blame. a lot of their issues and i i'm not gonna say he's blameless right he he's part of it right that team stinks you just said it you know that was the first thing you said the team stinks right the line is horrendous he's got sacked five times but i swear he got hit like 15 times when i was watching that game which is inexcusable you can't play quarterback in this league and get hit that many times and expect to be good and I'm not making any excuses for him in that interception, right? He has to be better. But the, the players around him are trash. The receivers on that team are trash. The Mario Douglas should not be your leading receiver. And I, I understand they're submitting some injuries and stuff. You didn't get anything from that Juju. You're not getting crap from him whatsoever. And I don't know if he got hurt in this game or what. Um, your tight ends aren't giving you anything. Um your run game has been the only thing that you can look at and
0: say it was it has been a positive. So, you know, it's been a positive, but you can only do so much. Right. So much running. You have to score the ball. Yeah, you got to score at the end of the day. So, yes. but at the end of the day, right? It, it's not
1: just on Mac Jones. I know the city has turned against him. The team has turned. Uh, you know, at this point, they they I you know they've benched him, right? So.
0: I mean, I'm glad that they're going to have a bye week because they have to figure out. What does this do? Like what? I
1: understand losing the locker. I get that. Right. mac has been frustrated. He's getting sacked, killed. and He's probably cursing them out in the back. You know, when the lights and cameras are not on, say, hey, you know, I can't play like this. I would be right. You got to expect more and want more, you know, from your your teammates. But what? what is going to Zappy or whoever the other guy is? What is well, that going to do?
0: That's what I mean. It's like, we're, we're at the point, especially with it. we know that they're not going to make the playoffs no mm-hmm. matter how, what, you know, what happens for the next seven games. But, it's like, you know, Mike Jones takes the blame. Bill Belichick takes the blame. Bill O'Brien takes the blame. Player personnel, which is falls on the Bill Belichick team, exactly. the blame. So it's like, Do you want to clean house? I'm talking about... At the end of the season. At the end of the season. I'm talking about just... Get rid of Bill Belichick. Get rid of all the assistants. Don't even, like, promote anybody from within. Because you know they're going to have that Bill Belichick style in them. Do you do that if you're Robert Kraft? Or do you take door B, which is bring Bill Belichick back? Because they're not going to get... Robert Kraft is... I thought at the beginning of the year that he was not going to get rid of him until he break the record. But he's getting so much pressure from well, journalists, him, from right? fans, What's from him? even he went to even before the game he was at Germany. And he was, uh, I think, uh, Rich Eisen was interviewing him, and they were like softball questions. They were like, "Hey, are you happy to be here?" But when he went back to the uh, owners. Uh, um, owner's section, whatever that, he was bombarded with like, what are we doing? Like real fans in Germany were like, what are we doing? what What is what is what what is his team main goal is? We It's like a blank. We don't know.
1: So here's the thing, because it can go either way. There are owners that, like Jerry Jones, he's not going to put up with that, right? He's going to make a change mid-season to get rid of you if you're not performing, because his expectations are, are way unrealistically high mm-hmm. right and he caves in he wants to, to be in front of the national audience and national media he thrives on that and you know he wants everyone wants to, love, to love the cowboys uh but there's coat there's owners who aren't like that i think among, like steelers owner how many people have okay. like look at the whole mac canada like fire mac canada thing that is like has gone like viral to every college mm-hmm. like every college game day and they have not made a move whatsoever you know, the owner has not forced Tomlin's hand. He hasn't made a move himself to get rid of Matt Canada. So I don't know. Like, I don't think Kraft is going to make a, a move from Belichick at the end of the year. I would. Right. You asked me, what would I do? Yes, I would clean house. I would go that route. But I think Kraft is going to say, no, we're going to be patient. We're not going to cave into the media. We'll bring him back we want to break that record we'll give him a chance to do so we owe him that we owe build that
0: and that's 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 what i'm talking about it's like you have robert Kraft, who he doesn't listen to his wife because his wife passed away he basically living the bachelor life he did he listened to his son obviously but you know the less people that in his ears you know i feel like like you said I'm leaning towards the fact that he is coming back for Mm -hmm. 2024. I'm leaning to the fact that he is, he might, depending on the draft order, he might keep Mac Jones Mm -hmm. because he's so damn cheap. It's like, yes, Mac Jones, you'll come back and compete for this role. But I I just don't see him like, making I mean major major this is what we
1: had talked about before right if you're gonna keep Belichick what should you do you need to take some of the power away from Bill because the GM Bill has failed and you need to own up to that failure he needs to own up to that so at the very least crap should take that away from Bill and say you'll continue to coach be the head coach but we're getting somebody in that knows what they're doing from a GM standpoint so we can draft the right players. Quarterback is one of them, but every everything around him, I, you know, offensive line receivers, we got to be able to put a team together. And he hasn't, Bill, hasn't been able to do that, So,
0: See, and, and that's what I mean. It's like there's there's no in between with Robert Kraft. You either Olin with Bill and that includes the GM because, I mean, If you look at the organization closely and you look at the assistant coaches, the, uh, you know, from top to bottom, Bill handpicked every one of them. Mm -hmm. So to him to be like, you know what? You can still be coach, but not GM. He knows that whoever he assigns as GM is going to be like, why is this guy? You know, he has a coach there that used to be a lacrosse team coach. But he's in the pages. Why? No one knows. What is but, he doing but there? But you
1: can bring a GM in to say, hey, here's the deal. We want you to take over GM responsibilities. Still Bill's team to run. Um, but Bill's gone in a year or two. You could be frank with the GM. To say, you know, Bill's 70, how, however old. You know, he's looking to break the record and probably move on. And we as an organization are looking to do the same thing. So once he's gone, you need to prepare us by finding a coach to take over, finding coordinators to go along with it and all that stuff. It ain't going to be next year, right? But um, I think someone, a GM, will be willing to to, to do that, sure.
0: I mean, I I want to say I don't think Bill's going to be willing to think, do yeah, that. I don't yeah. think Bill's going to want to do that. And, you know, once you take power away from Bill, he's like, why am I doing it here for even though, and we'll talk about it when we do the coaching, does you know, is there another team that's willing to give the keys to Belt?
1: Hey, if there's another, I'm sure Craft will be like, okay, that,
0: Then you that you can that, hit the that, reset button sooner. That remains to be seen. Uh, the next game, Ron, uh, Green Bay at Pittsburgh, uh, you had, a, you had them losing 26 to 23, I had them winning. 17 to 10. final score 23 to 19. Steelers win Ron this is like the second week in a row that you've gone against Pedro what is going on
1: yeah and second week in a row that we avoided a, a loss right so Green Bay had a chance at the end just like the you know previous week to win the game you know time running out throws in you know uh interception in the end zone Loses the game. So the Sealers did everything to lose the game. Um, they didn't win it. They just did enough defensively um, and did enough um, offensively, especially, you know, in the, in the first half or whatever to win. They held on for dear life. And that was that was the game. But this two weeks in a row were like, don't do anything to lose. Basically, let's don't make any mistakes. Let, let's rely on our defense. And defense almost failed um, at the end, but thankfully a last you know minute interception field steal the rest. So game could have went either way. Is what I'm saying. Um, Just you know, just like week nine, it could have went either way uh, with Tennessee winning that game. So these these teams aren't that far apart.
0: Ron, I I picked Pittsburgh to win this game because I. Green Bay had let me down. Jordan Love had let me down. Uh, And I saw a replay of this game this morning. And why was Jordan Love... Why did did you give up 300 yards to Jordan Love? Our
1: secondary is slow. And this is what... Didn't I tell you this beginning of the game? We should... We can lose this game. You know? Our secondary is old and banged up. because not playing, right? But we're old and slow. And they have sufficient... Weapons at the receiver position, a decent running game, and a quarterback that can deliver the ball. He's not an A list quarterback, but he's good enough to throw the ball downfield. So, yeah, anything that you has guys to had
0: two interceptions. So, yeah. the turnovers were there. You should have capitalized on it.
1: The, the intercept, one was a last end of the game interception. So, I'm not even counting that, right? And I don't even recall the other one, to be quite honest uh, with you. But Green Bay had every chance and every opportunity to win that game. If you were to ask me who a better team, I couldn't tell you. They were they both looked the same to me. Um, you know, Jordan Love, I thought, played okay. Um, ours, our defensive backs are just, you know, with Patrick Peterson, I know he made the play at the end, um, tipping the ball up to cause the interception. Um, but we're going to have to address the cornerback position for in our draft next season because we have... You know, our guys are, they're physical, but not very athletic. And we, you know, we keep getting toasted by these receivers, giving up a ridiculous amount of yards in the passing. So.
0: Yeah. It's, I mean, I I didn't think that they were going to score that many points, 23 to 19. Yeah. But the fact that, you know, watching that first half, I was like, wow, Pittsburgh scored two touchdowns. Let's say, hey, yeah. here yeah. we go. It might be a blowout. No. no. No, nope. nope. it was not a blowout. Kenny
1: up. Pickett, once again, is, did not look good, right? So I don't, if you watch the game, you see that, well, it, it was a conservative game plan. They didn't want him throwing the ball downfield and stuff like that. I think there was a couple times there were some opportunities didn't take them. But this was all about running the ball. We ran for 200 yards, 205. Um, and Kenny was, you know, 14 to 23 for 126. He just wasn't aggressive. It wasn't an aggressive uh, play. Um, calling in and he he almost he got away with some throws that should have been intercepted. So,
0: yeah, that's a big that the guy, the other guy for being made, didn't have both feet yeah, down.
1: Yeah, and then another one, I don't know how he got it in um, the DJ, and DJ made the cap, but it was a dangerous throw. So, this the book's still out on Kenny Pickett. Is he the guy to leave the steal?
0: Ron, who was your upset special for week 10?
1: So another game that went down to the wire, and I feel like I still had this game right. I I picked um, Washington to beat Seattle, twenty four to twenty one. Seattle was favored by six and a half at the time we made our picks. Um, they ended up, Seattle ended up winning twenty nine to twenty six. Um, but Washington played well for the most part. Um, if you're not a Sam Howell believer yet, you need to go really watch the kid play. The dude can. In ball. No fear whatsoever. You can throw. Um, they blew that game. They should have won. And we talked about how critical it was um, for them to win that game because they're sitting now at what's their record? Uh, four and six. So they were four and five. They could have been five and five fighting for that last wild card spot. So it was a critical game for them to go out and show what they're made of. And they just fell a
0: little bit short, um, unfortunately. So should, 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 we be concerned about Seattle. No, because Washington is a good team. The the only thing the only thing I don't like about this team is like, let's say that they keep Sam Howell right mm-hmm. and Ron Rivera goes. Mm-hmm. Is Eric enemy gonna go? Or is oh, he gonna absolutely stay? not.
1: He'll stay. He'll probably be the head coach. Oh, so you think he'll get promoted? Absolutely. You know who the owner is? Isn't my Magic Johnson uh, one of the owners?
0: Well, he's a minority owner, but yeah. the main owner, I guess he owns the Sixers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we'll... And the is... problem with Washington has not been their offense. Look, I mean, he's developing
1: Sam Howell. So it's not Eric Bieniemy, right? Sam Howell has been fantastic, right? So, you know, I, I, I don't think Biannimi's going anywhere. I just think Rivera is going to be the one to be on the outs.
0: Well, my upset special... Cleveland at Baltimore, and this was really a crapshoot because I was just like, ah, who who should I pick that meets the threshold for the upset special? Mm-hmm. I went with this team with the Cleveland Browns, and then when I look at the score, they were losing seventeen to three, and I was like, oh yeah, there goes the upset special. But not so fast. How in the hell did Baltimore let Cleveland back in? Because I saw that Watson threw an interception, and he was just lousy, and I was like, wow, yeah. they're really just going to give up and let Baltimore beat them.
1: Yeah, I didn't get to watch this game. I saw some of the highlights and stuff, and I, like you, I was just like, okay, you know, the Ravens are doing their thing. They got this game easily. They got it wrapped up, um, and then they you know, slowly, Cleveland just came back um, and took control I did see, Lamar didn't play well. I think he was two interceptions he threw. He also missed a a deep pass to Brown. Um, Not Brown. Um, What's his, their rookie receiver? Um, Flowers. Flowers, thank you. Um, That would have been a long touchdown. So he, Lamar probably had his worst game of the season. I'd say so. But you can't.
0: I mean, it's just going to hurt his MVP candidacy. I don't. Well, I think the MVP
1: first of all is way up in the air right now. I don't think there's anybody running away with it, so I don't think it's going to really hurt him uh, at the end, end the end of the in the year. Um, there's no quarterbacks playing out of this world, right? It wouldn't shock me if it goes to like Tyreek Hill or some, you know, someone like that instead. So, but Lamar's still in the conversation. His team's still winning. Um, they're still in first place in the division.
0: There's, it, there's no way that's going to Tariq. Do, do you remember the last non-quarterback to get the MVP was uh, Peterson, that running back for Minnesota. Yeah. And that was like 15 years ago. And what did he do, though? Why did he get it? Why did he get it? Yeah. Because he, he rushed for 2,000. He had the rushing touchdowns. Yeah. He had the rushing yards. And why do you think Ty- that's why Tyreek's going to get it? He had, a, he had uh, the Minnesota in the playoffs. I mean, there was a lot... A lot of things. And I think that year, uh, Brady was hurt. He didn't even play. So 2007, yes, all the stars aligned for that guy. I don't think it's the same with Tariq Hill. I think... Stars yes, are
1: aligned. He got 1,000 yards on a, on his way to 2,000 yards receiving.
0: Well, we the stars know are they play different at home than the away. Mm-hmm. I just... I want to see... Peterson did it at home anyway. I want to see the Miami do it. Both sides. And it should be easier now because we know Buffalo is not as good as it used to be.
1: read I mean, I'm looking at these stats. He's, he's putting up like eight receptions almost every week. You know, the first game was away at the Chargers. He went for 11 for 215. You know, so. Yeah,
0: against the Chargers. Come on now. That's like a defense. That's like the Olay defense. That's the... Uh, the good old like, hey, uh, I'm you gonna score thirty points? I'm gonna score thirty points. <laughs> so shits and gills. <laughs> this is not gonna be happening at the playoffs. At least I don't think it is. I think at the playoffs he gets double team. But we know the MVP is regular season. <laughs> I think,
1: he, I, but you know, I think Lamar's. I think it's wide open at this.
0: Uh, let's go into our power rankings, Ron. Who do you have as your power rank?
1: So let's see. Um, I got. Uh for this week. Philly still at number one, no change there. I got Detroit at number two. They were number three last week. I got Baltimore at number three, so they fell one spot from two. I'm not panicking and dropping them out, you know, out of the top five. Uh Kansas City moving up. Oh, they were at four. They they remain at four and then San Francisco at, at five. The Bengals in their loss that, that fell out of the top five for me. So Philly, Detroit, Baltimore, Kansas City, San Francisco.
0: Yeah, basically got the same team except Jacksonville. Obviously, they're not ready to uh, be in the dog. I thought they were, uh, but that Trevor Lawrence performance was terrible. I can see now why that AFC South is such a terrible division. Just like the NFC South, anybody can go in there and just whip, whip somebody's butt. But... I do still like my adopted team, Houston, Texas. And they got a W this week uh, at the last second. So, hey, good for you, DeMar- DeMarco. Uh, uh, right Ryan, it's good for you. I have uh, Philadelphia, Kansas City, Detroit, San Francisco, and Baltimore. I mean, that loss, that last second loss, I to me, they still a... Uh, top five team, even with the loss. So that's why I kept them in.
1: So I thought you jumped off the Brock Purdy train in San Francisco train.
0: Well, I I jumped off the whole MVP talk because that was ludicrous. That was ludicrous. Uh, And now they're trying to bring CJ Stroud in, at least.
1: And that's ludicrous.
0: That is just ludicrous. Everyone,
1: I mean, Will Levis was, you know, MVP after his first week throwing four touchdowns. And what has he done since, right? So, Let's all simmer down on these players. Now and make, I
0: will say this: Purdy actually has weapons. Can't say the same for CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud he, has decent weapon. You keep saying you said that last week too. He doesn't have superstars though. He doesn't have somebody like you. Nico. May not know them. Who, who, who does he have?
1: Nico Collins. Look who, at his stat. He's a good receiver. Was Tank he a good before CJ Stroud? Is, were, were not, any
0: of these people? these type of excellent
1: performance before. Well, Tank is a rookie. Nico Collins was good. He had a good season last year. Let me pull up his stats from, from last year. Um, because
0: I feel like he's elevating these players oh, to not a high performance. Not. I'm not Purdy not. is not elevating this player. He's just giving them the ball and telling, hey, do your thing, McCaffrey. Do your thing, Kittles. I feel like he is... I mean, that game... You're
1: basically saying Stroud is a better player than brock purdy that's what you're
0: 100 percent. yeah one hundred 100 he has a I better am, arm i'm i'm he's throwing darts out there purdy listen, is doing this i watched whole, the like,
1: game i am impressed i've been impressed with purdy too the first few few weeks right that he played guess what i'm not making any de- declarations that either of them uh you know are gonna be superstars in this league it's you know it's a tough league right one week, you can look good. Next week, you look like shit. Listen, you this play is, a team a couple times. They figure you out. They know how to stop you.
0: This is CJ Stroud first year. He's not going to repeat this the second year. Nobody does. Right. Unless you're, you know, a superstar. But that's a pervert, my point. So Burrow why are we like
1: that? saying he's better than Purdy? I mean, I've seen enough to Purdy to I mean, make right him now, think he's a good quarterback. Pur- not great, I mean, Purdy but good. might
0: win the division. CJ Sprout might win the division there in second place. I mean, anything can go, and he's going to win the division. I'm saying it right now. If he keeps going with this kind of winning percentage and elevating his teammates and doing all this, I'm telling you, CJ Sprout is capable of winning the AFC South, because Trevor Lawrence does not have it this year. He just doesn't.
1: Well, I, I don't know about that. I think Jacksonville's still too good. Um and yeah, I like I like the coaching staff. I like the coaching staff for Jacksonville too. So, um I just don't I think they'll end up falling short. And I think teams again will they'll have enough tape now to say, "Okay, we see what they do and they can can figure out, you know, what what Houston's doing and um put a better plan out there to to stop
0: them. Yeah, look, look, look at this leading rusher for them right now. This is the leading rusher is uh, Noah. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Devin Singletary. Yeah, it's been terrible. Devin Singletary is a cast off. He went he was that when Buffalo and Buffalo got rid of him. So
1: Damian Pierce, I think, had a thousand yards last year, if I'm not mistaken. In college? No, he played for them last year. He had a he was a great rookie for them last year. Um, he has been a disappointment for sure this year. I don't know what's going on there. Um, Are you saying that he, who who has been a disappointment? Damian Pierce okay. has been a disappointment, but it's not that he's lacking talent because we've seen him, like I said last year. Isaiah
0: McKenzie. Have you heard of Isaiah McKenzie? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think he played for because Buffalo.
0: Because he's uh, leading, leading them in uh, yards yeah. this season. So I'm just saying da- that.
1: Damian Pierce, 939 yards rushing as a rookie last year off of two hundred and twenty uh carries, four touchdowns, also had thirty receptions last year as a rookie. So the expectation is was that he'd go in and rush for over a thousand, be the lead running back, and that hasn't happened. Uh why well, I don't know. If you know maybe he's hurt, he's been playing hurt all season, but he's a he's a good player. But the other running backs, yeah, I've heard of them. They're you know, they've been in the NFL for a few years now. Are
0: they great? No, but they're good. They're serviceable. And that's what I mean is yeah. that he's making these wide receivers, I don't know about the running back, because obviously that's not something that he can actually... If
1: you were to ask me which receiving group I I would choose, I'm taking Houston. I am.
0: Out of, out of what, like Between that San
1: Francisco and Houston. Why? Because I like Houston's receivers.
0: Over Debo Samuels? That's over one player. Uh, over, uh, what's the other name, uh, the other receiver San Francisco? Yeah, exactly. That's my point. Cause he's playing well right now. Yeah, but so
1: is Tank Dell. Tank is a rookie, you know.
0: Uh um, so, let me let me see the San Francisco stats. Cause compared to Houston uh, stats, there are you know the highest uh, Nico Collins at six hundred and thirty three yards.
1: Yeah, he's good. And then Tank Dell, he's missed a, a game. Um, is playing well. Um, you know, they have uh, Xavier Hutchinson, a guy that I love coming out. I think Iowa or Iowa State. I was hoping the uh, Steelers drafted. John Mechie. Remember the first round pick from two years ago? He got cancer. Now he's coming back and playing.
0: But what he's that's probably what better mean, than any no, of them. These are people that they're not regular superstars. that you think, oh, they they stock up. No, look, Brandon Ayuk. Six hundred seventy-five yards. Obviously, he's good. he's good. He is good. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Kerry Kittles, five hundred fifty-nine yards. Christian McCaffrey, three hundred. Oh, I'm not this saying running, running back. back. I'm not
1: saying the running what back. But I'm
0: saying say, receiving. Yeah, I'm sure receiving three hundred thirty-nine. I'm saying San Francisco has the weapons. Oh,
1: absolutely. But I would still think if Purdy had Houston's receivers, he they put up the same exact.
0: I, no, I don't think so. And oh. and I I love Purdy. Very, uh, you know, level-headed, mm-hmm. knows what he's doing, but he doesn't have the arm, he doesn't have the height, you know, the physical talk, listen, abilities.
1: Talk to me when we get to, like, mid-season next year about how good C.J. Stroud is. It's yeah. just too early. Same thing with, like, we Will Levis, um, same thing with a lot of quarterbacks, but like it's just too early to make any proclamations about how, how good they are. I don't give a damn if they throw, if he goes out next week and throws for 800 yards, it. But it doesn't this is tell a me week, anything. Week to week,
0: it, league.
1: Yes, and you gotta if, be if able to play winning, a team. If he's team, winning,
0: if he's winning every week, play a team more yes. than
1: once, and if let, if me week, yes. let me see he the second time. Let me see the second time how good you
0: are. Yes. What do you want? Prove when Super Bowl ring? No, no I'm not saying that. He's winning. That's all that after matters. Like twenty
1: five games, thirty
0: games. Listen, he's that you winning. That's all that matters
1: to win and continue to put up numbers. He is winning.
0: That's all that matters. Okay. He's winning. That's all that matters. That's
1: that's what Tomlin said about Kenny. Right? Kenny's winning. That's all that matters.
0: Listen, I don't care. You were getting ready to get rid, ready to get rid of Kenny. I'm you're not. Now, I and now hey, all of a sudden you like him. Don't ever say I was willing to get rid of Kenny. <laughs> that's like, not the truth. Like, those oh, are lies. Those are lies. Now, now are lies. should be in my uh, top twenty because on, of Coach said
1: so. Come on, man. No, we no. did our rankings. I put Kenny Pick. we're at like twenty two or somewhere like that. Below, he's below he has, your top twenty. He hasn't played well. Period. You know, and this is, and I told you beginning of the season, I thought he was a top fifteen, but he hasn't lived up to that expectation. So I'm disappointed. It doesn't mean I'm getting getting rid of him. No, absolutely not. Uh, but I, you know, I want to see more from him because it has been twenty games for him. You know that he started at this point, though. So my expectations for him are a little bit higher.
0: I um, still, I still, I still think that Kenny, Kenny, has been hindered by oh, absolutely, Canada, absolutely, and uh, but. The difference between Pickett and Mac Jones is that Pickett is actually listening to Mac Kander. Mac Jones is doing his own thing. I he's, don't, he's, that. he's throwing it when he feels like it. He's avoiding the sacks. I don't when know he feels that. like it. I'm just, it's terrible. It's Let terrible. Go. Let
1: Mac go to another team um, and see how well he performs, right? I mentioned that two teams Atlanta would be a decent fit. What was the other team I mentioned? The Rams? the ramp, McVeigh with Mac Jones. You don't think
0: he'd succeed there? Mac- no, he doesn't have the Stafford, Jerry Goff arm. He's. Let me tell you something. He works well in the middle of the field. McVeigh likes somebody that can either work the middle of the field and go deep at the same time. I just don't feel like Mac Jones can do that. Okay, okay well,
1: I just dis- I disagree. I just think he's wrong, wrong team, wrong. Yeah, he's
0: definitely in the wrong team. Um, let's go into Week Eleven predictions. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, at on a bye week, Pittsburgh at Cleveland, and this line actually changed. It was Br- it was Browns were favored by three and a half. Then the Watson injury happened. Now Pittsburgh is favored by one. Ron,
1: and that ah. that line was even. I think it was as high as like four and a half. Oh wow! At one point.
0: So, Ron, what's your pick on this game?
1: Um Steelers winning 23 to 13. So, and I and I feel I worry a little bit about this score because again, offensively, we're not doing enough. Cleveland still has a really good defense. So I don't know if we can get to 23 points. Um, and then even if we get a good lead, Steelers are not gonna try to push it. Um, so I'm a little bit worried about that. But Cleveland if you would have told me PJ Walker was playing, maybe I'd say, okay, they still got a legitimate chance, but you're throwing a rookie out there, you know, that hasn't played since I don't know when, right? I don't know if he played during the regular season. here. I know he looked great in preseason, but that's preseason. Uh, a rookie against TJ and, you know, our defense, um, Steelers have no business losing the game. They should win 23, you know, 13,
0: 10 yeah. points or more. I actually have Cleveland winning fourteen to ten. I had it originally twenty-four to ten, but I don't think Cleveland scores twenty-four points. You think Cleveland without Watson? Because is I believe in the defense. I believe that the is defense is a better team than the Steelers. I saw picking in action. He's not exactly lining up. This I've been cold telling war. you this for, for the
1: whole but season. But I'm just
0: saying that all you need is a turnover here and there, yeah. and. You know, make Which it easy for the Pickett has not
1: done, you know.
0: Oh, you're, you're setting up for Pickett, are you? I, That's what saying. I mean. It's like he's not a Mac Jones turnover machine. Yeah. However, this defense is probably elite. It's probably like top three, maybe. Okay. So I believe that at home, Cleveland has the advantage, not by much. they you know, I got them winning by four points, but I do believe that the Browns pull it out. Uh, who is your upset special?
1: Yeah, tough week here uh, to figure out. And I was going to go with the, the, your same upset special, but I went um, Bills, Jets. Uh, Bills favored by seven. Um, just fired your coordinator. Find that interesting. And Jets have no offense whatsoever, but their defense is still good. So they forced Josh Allen to, to do two stupid mistakes. Four, I think four. Yeah. Four but, mistakes. Yeah, but if, I'm just saying, if they can cause like two turnovers from the Bills, they, they'll have a chance uh, to win the game. So I got Jets winning 14
0: I got Tennessee at Jacksonville. Jacksonville's favorite at six and a half. I don't think that they can win this game, even though going into Jacksonville is a tough, tough place to win. But I just feel like, Tennessee can play him tough. Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I. I'm not saying that they can lose that division because I like Houston, but I just. Do you think he's not the same, or there's an injury, or because he's not as sharp as he usually is? Like Trevor Lawrence should be like going forward, not back. So what's what's going on you, with
1: you, Jacksonville? You go as far as your coach and coordinator lead, though. Listen, like some some. Some uh, coaches and coordinators, they want to have a tight leash to say we'll allow you to do this and only that. Don't I don't care if you can throw fifty miles, you know, downfield. We're not going to make those throws. So I think that's part of it. They just want to make sure with Lawrence that that they're cautious to limit his mistakes, um, and they're holding him back to a certain extent in an effort to try to win.
0: Because I, I do like their running back a lot. I think he's probably the best player, better than uh, Trevor Lawrence right now. But uh, really, should be like up there, like just racking up the yards, and he's not for whatever reason. I just, I don't know. I like I like Peterson. Obviously, he beat the Pats in the Super Bowl. I just, I don't know what's going on with Trevor Lawrence. That's why I got them. I got Tennessee winning that game. Okay, Ron. I asked you to do this last second, but I know that we had a very uh, vivid discussion last week. So this week, let's talk about the head coaches and the top 10. I really, who do you have as your top 10?
1: Reed, number one, Shanahan, two, Tomlin, three, Carroll, four, Campbell, five, Peterson, six, Sirianni, seven, O'Connell, which is I know is probably a shock. Um you know, I have him at eight, Mike McDaniels at nine, Taylor at
0: ten. Yeah, I basically have the same guy except Ocano and McDaniels. Because you you don't think McBay should be a top ten coach.
1: <laughs> I I think you need to be able to to win games even when your star players are hurt or go down. Um, So...
0: You know, because he did win a Super Bowl. Yeah, I get that.
1: I know. But it doesn't mean to me that you're the top guy. I'm trying to see where. Do I leave McBay out? I thought I had him in, but I may have left him out for some reason, trying to figure out where he would have been. But he probably would not have been in my... Top ten either way, I think. So there's two. There's there's different coaching styles, right? There's the coaches like um, McDaniel, perfect example. Offensive mind, hands on all over the offense. Does nothing with the defense. He trusts his coordinator to make all the decisions. He trusts his players. The players love him that's the type of coach I think in this day and age in football you need to lead you know in the NFL because you're not talking to like these players today are not like the players like from you know from about 20-30 years ago Um, so I think Mike McDaniel is going to be a great coach I think he is a good coach Um, I think he's a good leader he's just not going to you know on the defensive side give you anything because he he trusts the, the guys around him to do that and that's a good thing
0: um yeah, I got I think McDaniel it's he's a good coordinator, he's a good offensive mind. Mm-hmm. Um maybe a step above Josh McDaniel as far as offensive genius. I know they throw that word around a lot, but mm-hmm. I have him much lower as so does O'Connell. Um and,
1: yeah, and let me talk about O'Connell because I saw some rankings out there, him being like in the twenties for coaches. I that dude is like an offensive genius, um, and I don't know, maybe it's the hype when I watched that. Um, what was it, Netflix or HBO special on the quarterback, the Peyton Manning special that he did with like uh, with Kirk uh, Cousins and uh, Mahomes, um, but O'Connell is a very good coach. Uh, great relationship with his players. Very knowledgeable when it comes to the offense. I think he's, you know, I think what he's done with the Vikings has been great. Um, so I think he's uh, a really good coach and underrated. Uh,
0: I have him at 25. I, I Until he actually wins something, not not the Super Bowl because that'd be too much to ask, but let, let me see him win in the playoffs a game. games McDaniels hasn't even been in the playoffs so mm-hmm. I, I, I'm i gonna I'm gonna rank the team the coaches that I know and win in the playoffs ahead of the other coaches so I'm not I wasn't ready to put my, my McConnell on uh, my top 10 uh, Ron who are your 11 through 15
1: alright so I will I will put I got variable here at number 11 Um, I got D'Amico Ryans at 12. I'll put McVay here at 13, even though he's not on this list. And I'll finish off with like Harborough and uh, Payton as my uh, 11th.
0: I have Bravo. I have Belichick at 12. I have McDaniels. I have McDermott. And I have uh, Matt LaFleur. Now, Belichick could have been in my top 10. But given the fact that the last four years they only made a playoff once, was it Tom Brady the whole time? I, don't, I, I can't say that.
1: And that that goes back to what I was saying about different coaching styles. As far as knowledge of the game, no one on this list is smarter, I think, than Bill Belichick. Um, you know, he comes up with the right game plans every single Game in and game out. It's just the players don't execute. Um, so in terms of like game knowledge, I think he's you know definitely in the top ten, definitely in the top five. But you know you have to be able to lead players too, and I think that's where he falls short because people are looking at him and saying, I don't know, not that they don't respect him, but they're just like, you know, they're just not buying in. You know,
0: I just think that. You know, you have that you have a lot more offensive minded coaches than defensive minded coaches. I think back in the day, twenty, 2015 years ago, you can you can ask a defensive coordinator to be a head coach and have them score 15 points and win the game, and you're like, eh, that's mm-hmm. what we got them. But I feel like times are changing. and obviously, if you don't have an offensive minded coach, Give him like Mac Jones, give him Mac Jones to develop. He's not gonna develop the guy. He's be a, he's gonna be focused, hyper focused on his defense, whatever his defense was. And I think that back in the Tom Brady days, he didn't need to be hi- hyper focused because Tom Brady delivered when it was asked. And I think now without Tom Brady, I, I think you know Listen, Lightning doesn't strike twice. You're not gonna get another Tom Brady. That's why he felt so hard on the list. Easily a top ten, like you said, he football-minded coach. He knows the ins and out, but he's just not cutting. It. He yeah. might go down the list if we do this again next year. Yeah, I got him lower. Uh what's your 15th or 20?
1: So I got Bowles. Um, and then I got Belichick. So that's where Belichick plans for me, and then LaFleur. Robert Sala and then Frank Wright.
0: I have uh McCarthy, Mike McCarthy, because I mean he's a Super Bowl winner, so I guess I gotta throw him in there. And I got the Miko Ryans at 17. I got Peyton at 18. I got uh Dable at 19, and I got 20. Frank Wright. And Dable, maybe on second time, maybe this is a little high, but the fact that He's, to me, he's a quarterback whisperer. Right? He made Josh Allen play better. He made Ni- Daniel Jones play better. I don't know what's going on right now. I don't know why he can't make Tommy DeVito play better. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the fact that it came out that he's still at home. His mom still cooks him for him. I don't know what's going on. I just know that eventually he'll figure it out. <laughs> the offense and what works.
1: Yeah, I'm, I don't like where you have McCarthy. I think that's, like, too high. I think he's overrated. You know, another guy that had the benefit of having a, you know, Hall of, Hall fame. of fame quarterback around him. And I think now you see him struggling. You're like, okay, this is what you're really getting.
0: Well, um, I don't think – Dallas is not really struggling, though. They just put out 500 yards. I mean, it, they're was, it was the Giants. They're but are not consistent. Yes, they're not consistent, but mm-hmm. they beat the teams who they're supposed to beat, mm-hmm. and I think that's, you know, I mean, I let's take, you know, let's take all of that out of the out of the picture. Is McCarthy, to you, below, your twenty?
1: Yes, yeah. So he is, and I, like I have, like I mentioned, the first one, fifteen was was bowls for me, so or sixteen was bowls for me. I don't think Bowles gets enough credit of being a good head coach. So, um, yeah, I don't have McCarthy. I think I have my 20. What would this be?
0: 21. Yeah, 21. So this, the next two sections, I believe that Mm -hmm. we're going to get into, like, the nitty degree. Like, why are these people still coaching? Who, Who is your 21 to 25?
1: Yeah, so I'll just go through the rest of the list. These are my bottom tier. So I got, again, um, and I mentioned McCarthy, Dychin. I don't know how, how you pronounce his name. Um, Allen, McDermott. I think McDermott is like super overrated in Buffalo. Uh, Smith, uh, Dable, Stefanski, Uberfluss, Daly, Rivera, and then Pierce. I guess Staley, twice that's probably where a big face goes. That's why he's not there, but. That that rounds out like my bottom of the league in terms of coaches.
0: Yeah, I agree with all those picks. I mean, not the McCarthy one, but I have Stefanski Allen Bowles because I, I feel like again, Bowles benefits from the whole thing of like if you're a defensive minded coach, kinda like Salah, where I have him, you know, as twenty five. I just I just feel like if you're a defensive coach and, you know, in Tampa situation and the Jets' situation, they have great defenses, but then you, like, let somebody else run the offense, I just feel like that's a recipe for disaster, and when they had uh, Tom Brady last Tampa Bay and they won the Super Bowl, Tom Bowles was the defensive coordinator. He got a promotion. So it's like, why aren't you repeating that again if you're you're not really changing teams? You're not really changing because you don't have Tom Brady anymore. That's basically it. So, yeah, I have him dropping and then I have Smith, uh, Staley, Rivera, Iba Fluss, Gannon, which, Gannon, you have a 21, but Stichen and then I have Antonio Pierce.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's still bottom.
0: Yeah, league, I still I mean it. Gannon uh, Is he a stop guy ga- Is he a stop guy Like is he there Just like Warming up the seat For somebody else
1: I I don't, I don't know You know
0: Because he I feel like You have Colin Murray You should be At least competing I know he was hurt this year But he should be competing You have A decent Offensive play You have a Decent defense Why aren't you competing
1: Yeah I don't know. I you know I think there was a lot of hype around him when he first got in the league. He threw up some um unbelievable statistics with with Murray, but you know, again, well, it teams figure you out after the first time seeing you. So what do you do, you know, season 2? That's when I think the real you starts to show. Um so, you know, I think teams are just have figured him out a little bit. I think he is going to be on the hot seat. I think the Cardinals they can just do a full reset, quarterback included, um, and start all over, start from scratch with that with that team.
0: So all all, all twenty six through thirty two, uh, do we are we in agreement that all these all these coaches are going to get fired in the, the year?
1: Most of them, yes, yeah. So Pierce. Right, so he's an interim coach. Maybe he, I don't know. We'll see how he finishes. See if he retains that position. Rivera, yeah, I think he's on his way out. Um, Yeah, I think we got the same group of guys for the most part.
0: Uh You have Dabo as 27. Yeah. I think he keeps you his job. He comes back. Yeah, I he think keeps... he's
1: done.
0: Yeah, I think that um because Daniel Jones was hurt, he has it out. He has it <laughs> yeah. out. Um uh, Stefanski? You think he doesn't come back? Mm.
1: What's their record?
0: I think they're in third place. Uh
1: yeah. They're, yeah, no, he's not gonna well, maybe he does. He'll
0: make it back. I mean six and three is a pretty good record.
1: Yeah. And he has a lot of injuries so, too, so
0: why don't you why don't you like Stefanski? Why is he so low?
1: I think they draft well they they've put together a good team they have a great defensive minded coach Um, but offensively the last two three years I'm not overly impressed Um, yeah they have a good running game but you know if they haven't gotten what they wanted out of Watson right and then the guys around them they've been okay like, nothing that I see offensively is, like, eye-popping. So, he, I don't know if it's necessarily him um, or just, you know, again, just the, the culture in Cleveland. But, you know, I have him in my bottom. Maybe it's, it's probably a little bit too low. He should be higher considering where they're at and all the injuries they had or some of the injuries they've had. Um, but, yeah, I'm not overly impressed.
0: I mean, Antonio Pierce. I mean, yes, you should probably give him a chance because it's interim coach. Maybe at the end of the year he'll get a he'll get a, a new title as head coach. But I told I told you, Chad, the other night, this dude ruined the perfect season. Um, him and his Giants um, teammates. So uh, yeah, saying that, uh, I don't care much for whether he succeed or not. It's a, it's a vendetta that I have against him. So, yeah, I mean, listen, are there any coaches here that you that you say, wow, I wish that guy was on my team instead of Tomlin, or would you keep Tomlin?
1: Oh, absolutely, I would keep Tomlin. Some of these guys at the bottom, I like ball was a good coordinator. <laughs> you know, he was a decent coordinator. I don't want him as my head coach. Um, but no, none of these guys, I'm not taking any of the coaches in the league, you know, as a coach over time. Maybe Andy Reid is like right there on the bubble, but probably I'm not taking anyone over to Mike Tomlin.
0: There's, there's nothing, there's no coach here that I would drool over and I'd be like, yeah, he would be a, a great replacement for Bill Belichick because whoever, um, you know, uh succeed so him, it's you're just not you're not gonna nine Super Bowls, six but, of them winners. It's like you're basically stepping into guys, someone else's
1: shoes. Guys who get fired as coaches, as head coaches, don't go back as head coaches for other teams. It's the guys who are coordinators for up and coming teams that become coaches for those teams that are looking for coaching jobs. So those guys that are the bottom of the list again, they're not gonna a head coaching job I think right away necessarily. Ron Rivera I think it was probably like one of the exceptions you know just bounced around I think there's name recognition or whatever um, but well,
0: Ron Rivera didn't do it alone because his defense coordinator is uh, uh, the uh, Jacksonville coach Jack Del Real. Mm-hmm. so it's not like he's doing it by himself but like you mentioned I can think of countless coaches had success with the original team went to another team and they were just miserable yeah you know you are turn- you trying
1: to figure out who your coach is for next season
0: no i'm just saying if belichick decides to go to another team he's not going to be successful because he says to start from it's not going to be his people there yeah you know it's going to be like new people that he doesn't know about new uh new location you know I just, I just feel like he's too old to start over. Mm. It's either Patriots or nothing. Even if he gets traded, why well, he's on the contract for one more year?
1: He just wants the record. Though, yeah, right. he
0: just wants the record. He doesn't. I mean, he'll
1: go somewhere he he can get whatever. How many wins is he away now? Anyways, I think he's down to fifteen. Still, a lot. Like
0: in the low teams, but I mean, I I just Still don't think potentially two seasons. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, it's two seasons. Is Robert Kraft going to keep put up with two seasons of fans degrading him? Uh, journalists degrading him. Every time he's in on the news, they're like, yeah, the Patriots stink. But Celtics are doing fine. Bruins are doing fine. So, he has a lot of competition. Mm-hmm. And Red Sox in the summer. So, it's not like there's a compare, right? There's not no comparison. So... This is a tough, tough time to be a New England Patriots Mm -hmm. owner. Yeah. Um, And I remember when, back then, when the, uh, not the owner before Rubbercraft, the, what's his name? Uh, I can't remember his Mm -hmm. name now, but he used to do the the shaving. It's like, he was under pressure and he finally just Mm -hmm. gave in. He's like, I'm just going to sell the team with someone else because I can't handle. I don't think that that's going to happen because... Robert Kraft is grooming his son to take over, but I just don't know. Like, is this going to be a legacy? I, I don't know how much he has he has to live, right?
1: Well, I it's mean, the legacy old. is a is success, though. At the end of it, right? You might not have
0: finished the way you wanted, but all those Super Bowls you won, legacy. It's your legacy, right? Because it, it never. Listen, if things ended well, it would they would never end. Yeah. So, this is not. This is not different. This is yeah. just the way it is. All right. So next week we'll have week twelve. We have the recap. We'll have NFL news. We'll know whether or not because I think if the Cleveland wins, is they jump right? They jump, you guys.
1: Yeah, they would jump us
0: because you um, go six and four, and they yeah. And we have I think
1: this is our first game against them this season. So no,
0: the you I think you won
1: the first game. We played. We beat. Baltimore, I don't think we've... Did we, have we played Cleveland already? I
0: think you played Cleveland uh, at the beginning of the year. Let's see. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we won 26-22, so yeah. maybe so they don't... Well, they still the have breaker, a better record right? than us. Um, so
0: It's the same record, 6-3? and three?
1: Yeah, right now we're both 6-3. and three.
0: Yeah, so next week we'll know... Whether or not the Steelers remain in second place, because this week's game on Thursday, Bengals versus Baltimore, this is all time like Bengals are going to lose this game, right? I don't know. You're you're not sure about this game.
1: I listen. I think the Ravens are better, but I'm I'm hoping the Bengals win. I I, I guess I can hope either way because you either want Ravens to run away with it. And beat up on the other AFC North teams. Or for there to be so much confusion. You know that Steelers can propel their way up into first place. And actually win the division. Um, So it's going to be a good game Thursday at the end of the day. I think it can go either way. I think Bengals are on the rise. Yeah they just lost last week. Um, The race so did the Ravens though.
0: I mean, the Bengals are zero and two in the division. The Baltimore Ravens are two and two. Pittsburgh is two and zero in the division. So, if Ravens lose and you guys win, you guys take over first place.
1: Yeah, because we had, we beat them too.
0: Because you beat them, so three and zero
1: we'll in the division.
0: It's just that, man. Every time I look at the standings, I look at negative twenty six. To this team, I don't <laughs> how know how they doing. Do it. Yeah. How are yeah. they doing this? How are they doing this? I don't understand.
1: Just, just win, baby.
0: But yeah, I I expect Baltimore to blow out Cincinnati. I, I no T Higgins. Uh, short week for both teams. I it's not gonna be a blow. It's divisional games. It's not. And Baltimore just they're like scratching the head. Like, how did we lose this game against the Browns? They're so angry at themselves. I just feel like they're gonna take out a take it out on the Bengals. All right. So in that case, uh, I say peace, peace.
1: Hey, guys. Thanks again for watching. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. If you any questions or comments, feel free to hit us up on uh, shutyourmouthpodcast at gmail.com. That's shut YM podcast at gmail.com. You can also hit us on Twitter or on Instagram at SYMPodcast. Thanks again. Go.